Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are, and whatever part of the day you're in, I sure do appreciate you joining me, giving me a little bit of your time. I know y'all are being pulled in probably dozens of different directions today, Uh, and it doesn't matter whether you're school age, high school, junior high, college, or a working adult parent, we seem to continue to try and cram more and more into the same amount of time and space. At any rate, thank you for joining me. I'm glad you're here. Not a lot on the farm, on the old homestead. Garden is growing. Temperatures are dropping. Fall is finally coming. The girls are starting to entertain thoughts of jack-o'-lanterns and Pumpkins in general, Thanksgiving, Halloween, by far my favorite time of year. And you know, that's kind of sad too. I was just thinking about, we rush through life so often to try and get to these points that we want to get to but then we've created the habit of rushing through life so much that we are unable or have a significant amount of trouble slowing down and actually enjoying those moments that we've rushed to get to. There's a proverb, can't remember what chapter it's out of right now, that talks about that wealth gained quickly uh, is a problem or isn't a blessing, right? But if money gained little by little is, is a blessing, something like that. I'm paraphrasing probably horribly, but I wonder sometimes if we would try and take a little bit more time to appreciate those moments that we're rushing through if we wouldn't be able to better enjoy those moments that we don't want to rush through at any rate. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for you and your Son, Jesus Christ, and your Holy Spirit. Thank you for those men and women who came before us that were willing to pay unbelievably hard and harsh prices so that we might enjoy freedom, liberty, the ability to worship you and your son Jesus Christ in whatever manner we saw best.
Thank you for those people that listen to the podcast and share it. Be with them and their families. Bless them, guide them, protect them from evil of any kind. Watch over those hurting people in Israel. Comfort them. Send them peace. Protect them, Lord, from evil. Help us to turn our country back to you. God, my words here today. In your son's name we pray. Amen. So there's a podcast that uh, has been on my mind. It really kind of constantly, the idea at least constantly stays on my mind. But this particular podcast has been on my mind for a couple weeks now, maybe a few weeks actually, a month. And we just got Columbus, uh, which actually kind of ties into this a little bit, done for the year. And we were in the middle of doing a series on presidential quotes, and we will get back to that and finish it, I promise. Uh, But we needed to talk about Columbus. And I feel like we really need to talk about this. And so I'm going to start off with something that some of y'all may agree with vehemently. And and some of you may disagree with vehemently. But let me get it all out there and we'll see. So the whole premise is school choice isn't going to work. And and right there, I probably just made some of y'all really happy uh, who are not normally happy on the podcast. And and some of y'all that listen to the podcast pretty regularly that are pretty happy with the comments here probably just irritated quite a few of y'all. So give me a second to unpack this. There's been quite a few comments over the last few weeks, and it's, it's almost constantly in the news somewhere today, folks, because there's a number of states passing what they call universal school choice, which you have to be really careful when you hear universal. Because to me, when you say universal, that means that I get the same amount of money that the state spends on my kid in a public school, and I can use that for homeschool, or send them to private school, or whatever. But that is not what universal school choice means, even in some of these states that have passed quote-unquote universal school choice packages. And that is part of the problem, uh, why school choice isn't going to work, but it's really kind of a minor issue. When you go back, and we've talked about uh, a number of our founders views on education and how important the Bible was, God was, to public education. And you can list off, I'm not going to read these quotes again today, maybe I should have, but Noah Webster, uh, just multiple commentary from him, John Jay, uh, first Supreme Court Chief Justice, a little bit, not not quite as much, uh, Fisher Ames, who actually worded, gave the final wording for freedom of religion, right? The First Amendment. And my brain just went away. Noah Webster, 
Fisher Ames. There's a number of others, folks, that talk about it. And, oh, Benjamin Rush, another huge one that we talk about often. Uh, John Adams, John Quincy Adams, his son. There's a number that talk about the importance of the Bible and God to education. Right, so how does that tie in with... And, and let me back up here and sidetrack for just a minute. If you think... Well, I was trying to figure out how to phrase this kindly but truthfully, but there's no possible way to look at public education today across the nation and think that it's successful. It's just, it's not. We're failing almost on every single possible front. I was talking to a longtime educator recently within the past couple of weeks and made the comment that it's, it's like we're, we're looking at a problem and figuring out what the absolute worst decision we could make to fix that problem and that's what we're doing. And, and they laughed and agreed wholeheartedly. We are making fundamentally wrong choices on almost every single aspect. And, and that's a huge problem for the largest chunk of the nation. So if you have the ability to homeschool, that's phenomenal. And there's a lot of us that could homeschool and aren't uh, for various reasons. Sometimes you really don't have the financial means to do it. Or, or public school, I mean a private school too. There's some, there are some really good private schools out there. But you don't have the financial means to do it. Or one spouse or the other is not on board. And it would cause a huge rift in the marriage family. Or you're, you don't feel like you're in a location, although I would say that one's probably more rare. Or you're a single parent. Right? We have a, we have a lot of those, and that's, that's a legitimate... It doesn't matter how they got themselves into the situation. You'll hear some people talk about that. The, the point is that they're there. And so there's, there's really no legitimate way to say that public school is doing a great job today. It's not. And so all these people come along and say school choice. And that is a, a, really a necessary step. So you need school choice. Even though I started this podcast off saying it's not going to work. But, but this is why it's not going to work in the end, folks. Because... Not everyone is going to homeschool, even if they could. More importantly, if we're going to have public education, as our founders talked about, as we've talked about so often on this podcast, if you're going to have taxpayers foot the bill, then that public education that institution, the administrators, the teachers, the counselors, 
the lawmakers, the judges, anybody that's associated with that institution has a responsibility for that institution to make America strong. And you can't make America stronger without God. We're trying. We've tried. We've been trying for the last 80 years, and we are making it worse and worse and worse. With maybe one or two notable exceptions during that period where we stopped going down that path toward evil, but it was just a brief stop, and then we turned around and started right back again. We're, we're devolving, to still that word, I'm not even sure it's a real word, but we are doing the opposite of what C.S. Lewis talked about with progress, when he said that you can only make progress if you're moving toward good, toward God, and we are not, particularly in education. And so school choice is waking some people up. School choice is needed today because the government and the institutions aren't doing what they ought to be doing. But in the long run, it is not going to solve the problem. And that problem is that we have a fundamentally godless education of the vast majority of our children. And that godless education spreads to every aspect. You want to know why the scores are lower on tests? You want to know why our illiteracy rates are climbing? You want to know why there was a quote in the Epic Times from a week or two ago by the World Literacy Foundation that said that the United States is losing approximately $300 billion each year due to low literacy rates. You want to know why the discipline issues we have in schools, why the anxiety and depression and suicide and cyberbullying, all of it goes back to a godless society. And yeah, a lot of those problems are at home. But if we know that they have problems at home, why wouldn't we do everything we could to make school a safer, better place for those kids in particular. And if the school's going to have our kids for 8, 10, 12 plus hours a day, which by the time they get to high school, and really often in junior high and even in elementary, rare and, and certain occasion places, if they're going to have them for that long, then they're basically the parents for our children. And that's part of the problem, too, is we've bought into this lie of a two-income society. And if you have to have two incomes, then both mom and dad have to work, and so nobody's at home. So we've got to find babysitters for our kids. And there steps in the government and public education. If parents immediately, if we immediately started to go back to single-income families and pushed back against the school continuing to have these egregiously long days and years and said, we want our kids back at home with us. They'd do it, but we don't. And so all of this to 
to kind of tie this in and try and wrap it up real quick, folks. We need school choice right now, but it's not going to solve the fundamental issue in our country. Because even if you have 10 to 15 percent, I think the last statistic I saw from the last five or six years was somewhere around 11 percent, maybe 10 percent of children are homeschooled across the nation. That still means that you have somewhere between 85 and 90 percent of the children who are not being educated in a homeschool environment. And, and the bottom line is it doesn't really matter whether it's homeschool or public school or private school. If that education is not Bible-centric, then we are producing students, children, graduates, young adults that are not going to strengthen our nation. And now, before some of y'all get all up in arms, it doesn't mean that you have to be a Christian and that you have to require that of students who go to public school. The left has made that argument for so long. They've done such a good job of clouding the issue. Just because you have a Bible-centered, Christ-centered public school doesn't mean that you have to force students to be Christians at all. You can have a public education system that is centered on the fundamental principles of America, the fundamental principles laid out in the Bible. Teach those children that. And they can decide whether they want to be Christians or not. But the point is, those are the only principles that make our country stronger. And if homeschool, public school, <clears throat> private school, if we don't across the board have those principles taught, then having 10%, 15% of the population get to choose where they go to school, while it's a huge improvement over 20 years ago, it's not gonna it's just not gonna foot the bill, cover the bill in the end, folks. We have to find a way to get the Bible back in public education because that's where most of our nation's children are educated and really honestly raised today. And if we don't, then we just shouldn't have public education. And that's a horrible road to go down to. So, at any rate. If you get a chance, share the podcast with someone today. I sure do appreciate it. Y'all are the reason that it continues to grow. If you want to contact the podcast, americansoulpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to or feel inclined to subscribe to the additional episodes that we do each month, it's $3 a month. You get all the exclusive episodes that we post. I'd be grateful. God bless y'all. God bless your families. God bless your marriages. God bless America. We'll talk to y'all again real soon, folks. Looking forward to it.